everyone, welcome to the Pactify podcast, a podcast about management, where I will be treating my favorite subjects such as behavior change, knowledge creation, cooperation in organizations and treat those from a critical rationalist perspective, which is the perspective that no theory can ever be final and true. And the best thing we can do to theories is to criticize them constructively. Hope you enjoy and thanks for listening. So today I would like to talk about two concepts that interest me and that share a link. Uh, a link which I discovered, I must say or admit, uh, only recently. The two concepts are, uh, on the one hand, the experience of flow, um, a concept out of psychology, and on the other hand, uh, critical rationalism, a concept out of um, epistemology, the um, epistemology of, of Karl Popper. And I recently discovered that they are basically very much linked, whereas I discovered them in different periods um, over the last 10 years. Uh, first, I discovered flow, got interested in it, uh, did a TEDx talk on it, um, went to visit the professor Mihai Chiksem Mihai in LA uh, to discuss uh, about it with him. And Papirian epistemology, I must say, I discovered with the books of uh, David Deutsch, which I started reading um, three years ago. So uh, very much uh, different timings um, and apparently different concepts. But I figured out a link almost um, or relatively recently, uh, which ties both uh, into each other. And my claim for that link is that the experience of flow is actually Popperian epistemology on fire. It's the same thing. It's um, a representation or an instantiation of Popperian epistemology uh, to its extremes, uh, the concept of flow. And to, in to explain the link um, between both, um, let me first uh, briefly explain both concepts and then show how they are linked. First of all, um, Popperian epistemology, the theory of Karl Popper um, of how uh, knowledge grows, critical rationalism, uh, as, as we call it. Um, critical rationalism says that um, knowledge grows uh, from problems, um, problems being defined as uh, some conflict between existing ideas or existing theories. Uh, it can be either between um, an expectation and an observation, or it can be about uh, two scientific theories that, uh, that have different consequences or lead to different uh, predictions and that cannot be both true at the same time. So we need a, a problem, some kind of conflict between existing pieces of knowledge uh, in order to get us starting uh, in knowledge creation. And then the knowledge creation itself is basically um, conjectures and refutations, conjectures being guesses, attempts at resolving the conflict and criticizing uh, criticism is basically our attempt uh, to improve our guesses uh, by either using logic uh, and consistency uh, that tries to fit our conjecture with the existing knowledge in a logical way or it can be through 
um, tests, uh, empirical evidence, uh, trying stuff and seeing how it works out and using that uh, way it worked out as a criticism to our original idea or, our, or original conjecture. And this is a continuous process. This is the process that makes for the fact that uh, knowledge is evolutionary um, and that it is basically um, the evolution from, uh, let's say, worse problems to better and better problems. That there is no problem-free state because that would require perfect knowledge. Perfect knowledge is not attainable because we are fallible. And so the process of knowledge creation is basically an ever-evolving uh, um, problem situation, improving problem situation through the creation of knowledge, which uh, happens by conjecture and criticism. And this is the general layout of Papyrian epistemology. It can go in all kinds of ways. So it could be that we are having bad conjectures, bad uh, criticisms, and, and therefore our knowledge is not growing or is growing in, in, in the wrong ways. Or we are uh, justificationists where we refuse to refute uh, our guesses and we immunize them from criticism. Uh, you could say it's also a form of Papyrian epistemology, but the most optimum form is indeed the move from uh, bad problems to ever improving problems through uh, conjectures and criticisms that are aimed at making progress. That's Papyrian epistemology. The other concept, flow, uh, basically comes out of psychology. It was coined by the Hungarian psychologist uh, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, uh, who discovered it and um, studied it, even came up with an interesting explanation for what causes flow, what causes the experience of being in the zone, as we also call it and what causes the fact that we lose flow that we get distracted that we get um, um, distracted from from the activity that we're doing and what what he basically says is that the essence for um, experiencing flow is that um, there is a balance between the difficulty of what you're doing and the skill that you have for the activity and whenever there is this balance in fact he he researched it uh, fairly quantitatively uh, you can look up that research it's quite interesting uh, and he figured out that it doesn't even have to be a perfect balance between difficulty and skill but that apparently whenever the difficulty is 10 to 12 percent higher than the skill um, that is the margin or the area where you are experiencing flow so any activity that is slightly more difficult than uh, the skill you have for the activity is going to cause flow and whenever you fall out of that small margin so whether or, or whenever the difficulty increases um, above the 12 percent then you're uh, feeling frustration and you're losing the experience of flow and whenever the difficulty drops below um, the level of skill you have then you are entering into boredom uh, and you also lose flow and so flow is this um, let's say small area where there is this balance of roughly a little bit more difficulty compared to the um, skill that you're having uh, at any moment in time during an activity
And as long as you can uh, keep that point, uh, knowing that your activity will evolve, so uh, your skill will evolve because you will have to do other things in the same uh, activity for which you have different skill and those other things can also have uh, different difficulties so you see that this is a very dynamic um, evolution uh, of the activity where both difficulty and skill can evolve and where the quest for flow or uh, the quest to maintain flow becomes very something very active it's not never granted and uh, it's actually much more easy to lose flow than to experience flow uh, you can only ever experience so much flow because of this highly dynamical and active um, uh, idea or concept um, and because any activity has an all an ever evolving pattern of difficulty and skill and therefore also the balance between both and so that is what got me thinking about the link between both um, because you can look at uh, an activity and its difficulty versus the skill you have as a kind of problem situation as would be the case when you apply Popperian epistemology to what you're doing and the problem situation is basically um, how do I make sure that I um, keep on making progress in the activity knowing that my difficulty can vary and my skill can vary because uh, activities are never monotonously the same thing uh, for, for hours and hours. And so what you do uh, to maintain flow is you also conjecture um, solutions to any situation where you are um, getting out of balance, where either the difficulty increases or the skill level um, increases or decreases. And so you, whenever you get out of flow, you need to conjecture a solution. You, you, you need to figure out something that will that will keep uh, on generating progress at this particular point where um, difficulty and skill are in balance and you will have to criticize your guesses because um, they can turn out wrong and you will have to steer uh, what it is that you are going to have to adapt in order to maintain this progress at this point where the difficulty at each stage of what you're doing is matching the skill uh, that you're having and in order to do so you will constantly have to conjecture and criticize ways to make progress, to continue progress and to avoid uh, entering into an activity that is too frustrating because it's too difficult or too boring because it's too easy. And this is um, actually what's happening when we are um, applying Popper's epistemology to problem solving. We are constantly evolving from uh, particular problems into better and better problems it's an evolutionary uh, process it's not, not static um, there is no way we can enter into kind of uh, some kind of problem free state where we have all the knowledge and it's only a matter of applying it and we will constantly feel this this flow or this uh, almost um, nirvana type of sensation that's an illusion all life is problem solving as uh, uh, Karl Popper uh, said it um, and, and therefore any activity is problem solving and any activity that needs to um, preserve flow will require problem solving and problem solving in the way Popper described it by conjecturing and criticizing 
your ideas and working on the progress in order to see how your problem evolves and what your next conjecture and your next criticism will have to be in order to keep on evolving versus better and better problems and therefore making more and more progress in this flow state. Um, so I was um, quite uh, amazed when I figured it out uh, again because I sometimes wondered why both concept, uh, concepts um, attracted me so much. Uh, over these uh, very different time periods and I somehow now am a little bit relieved to see that uh, there is a bridge or a link between both of them and uh, if you if you understand critical rationalism Popperian epistemology you can fairly logically even deduce um, how flow works, what, what the explanation for flow is, um, because there are manifestations of the same uh, underlying thing, which is the knowledge creation process that ensures flow. The particular funny thing is that um, I never read Popper mentioning the fact that problem solving, especially in the flow state, optimum problem solving or, or, or Popperian epistemology on fire, as you want to, uh, or if you want to call it like that, is highly engaging. Um, of course, uh, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, uh, being a psychologist, he stressed the idea of the engagement factor of flow uh, very explicitly, uh, and that's how it's also known, uh, but sometimes mis misinterpreted, uh, because the engagement is the consequences, it's not the driver. Um, but Popper, on the other hand, uh, never comments on this kind of psychological effect of, uh, of optimum problem solving. Um, maybe because he thinks it's uh, engagement or enjoyment is, is something too parochial to comment on. I, 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 don't, I don't have a clue, but it, um, um, but it could be stressed even in Popperian epistemology that there is this psychological effect of uh, engagement when you are sensing that you're making progress and when you're sensing that you can hold on to progress and move uh, towards better and better problems by conjecturing and criticizing in somewhat of a, a very specific way um, along fine lines. Uh, but in a way that you stay um, in between those fine lines. Um, and so that is uh, what I wanted to share here. I'm happy to hear criticisms. I may have overlooked um, crucial elements or I may have overstated the uh, link or the equivalence between both. And that would be interesting to hear if that is the case. Thank you as always for listening and hope to talk to you soon. Bye bye.